Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Elbro Down, brought to you by CC O'Reilly and MD Bader. While our opinions and stories may not be based on facts, they will be said with conviction. This we promise you. Tuesday, July 3rd, on this week's episode of El Brodown, it's the 4th of July, or Independence Day, or the 4th of Brulee, as we like to call it on this show. We're going to get into some sports and recreation, including NBA free agency. LeBron is now a Laker. Weird. Uh, we were not expecting that. Or were we? Uh, we're going to get into some other free agencies and discuss the East Coast, the West Coast, who's better, who's worse. Uh, the Pacers, low-key, might not be bad. What? Um, we're also going to get into a little bit of soccer, literally a little bit of soccer, also a little bit of hockey. Uh, from there, we're going to review some fantastic brews from both the other half in uh, Brooklyn, New York, and Treehouse from Munson, Massachusetts, and discuss some of our favorite activities to do on 4th of July, including what's the best beer to drink and what's the best activity to do. Maybe even get into a little bit of history about the historic town we live in that had a lot to do with Independence Day. All that and more on this week's episode of El Bro Down. This is Sports and Recreation, brought to you by El Bro Down. Welcome back to another episode of El Brodown. Happy Independence Day. I'm CC O'Reilly, and I'm joined by my co-host, my confidant, my bro amigo, Dr. Bader. Dr. Bader, how the hell are you? And happy Independence Day. Happy Independence Day to you, CC, and to all the broies out there. We are uh, recording on July 3rd. Uh, this is the day before Independence Day, Independence Day Eve, as I like to call it. And uh, we're actually on our way. We're already getting drunk. So uh, this is pretty exciting stuff. We're going to be drinking all day, all night, and uh, into tomorrow. We're going to get into our plans and uh, some, some things you do on uh, the 4th of July later in the show. Uh, but right now, sports and recreation. A lot to talk about. A lot of stuff. A lot's happened. Free agency, World Cup, uh, hockey, especially with the Buffalo Sabres, the yep. New York Yankees. Maybe we care about that. Barely we care about Barely, the barely. But the New York Yankees are playing a little game of tango with the Boston Red Sox. We'll get into that, too. Anything else? We're, well, yeah. All right. NBA free agency. Oh, let's kick it Big, off with that. Let's kick it off with NBA free agency. The biggest free agent in NBA history, probably. LeBron James has signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. Pretty quickly. Uh, pretty quickly. Pretty quick. On day one of free agency, he signed. Was it day one or two? Uh, I think it was one. It was Sunday. He did it this yeah, I think that was, Sunday. Yeah, so that was day one. That was? Okay. Yes. So that was day one. Um, a lot of um, action around this. So LeBron is now a Laker. You know who else is a Laker? JaVale McGee. Yeah. Do you know who else is a Laker? Lonzo Ball. He's been a Laker. Oh, you're saying like who? who Do you know who else is now a Laker? Who's that? Uh, now you're making me forget. Uh, Ray John Rondo. <laughs> That's true. That was... I, I didn't know he was still in the league. Like, he's that irrelevant to me right now. Yeah. Well, the, the people... All the people that the Lakers added are kind of like... Eh. Eh, are they are they good or are they bad? So they also added Lance Stevenson. The guy who's I like like that historically move, blown in LeBron's oh, yeah. years in the Eastern Conference playoffs. I didn't now believe it at team. first. Did you believe it at first? Um, I guess they don't have any real bad blood first. with each other. I guess they don't have any real bad blood with each other. Um, but it's going to be interesting. Fun fact about Lance Stevenson. I just read this today. What's that? He's got a brother. Oh, what's his name? Lance. L-A-N-T-Z Stevenson. <laughs> Lance has got a brother named Lance. Okay. So Lance. I know. I don't know if you can hear that, listeners out there, broies. There's right. Lance Stevenson. He blows in LeBron's ears in the playoffs. Used to be on the Pacers. Now right. the same team as LeBron, the Lakers. Lance is the brother of Lance, and uh, I'd love to meet this guy. It sounds like uh, he's probably a really cool dude. Let's just take some guesses at what he does. Uh, entourage? Do you think he's part of the entourage? Or? He probably is fully entourage to Lance and doesn't do anything. I bet it's just like confusing for a lot of people. Like, oh. Lance. No, I was talking to Lance. Oh, Lance. Yeah, or when you think you're going on a date with Lance Stevenson, you're like, wow, he look. I can't believe I'm going out with an NBA player. I, yeah, I wonder and if they're twins. Lance. I don't think they're twins. Probably not. Yeah, I think that everyone would know like, that he has a twin brother named Lance if it, he was actually a twin. Or, crazy thought here, Lance, with a T-Z, was born first, and she just didn't know how to spell Lance. No offense. 
But Miss Bell just got it right the second time. Exactly. Yeah, that probably makes sense. That actually. makes a lot more sense. That's than a really good theory. Any other theory we've spellers. covered? Yeah, there's bad spellers out there everywhere. So, and, and do you think there's a lot of people out there that have weird spelled names and they just the parents will never admit that they just misspelled it? Do you think they're like in the hospital? Like, is it T Z or C E? <sighs> TZ. I TZ. feel like it's TZ. It's, it's a TZ. I, I mean, when you say it like that, TZ. I'm hearing TZ. I hear TZ, too. So, yeah. uh, God bless uh, Lance <laughs> Lance's, with a TZ. Lance's, and Lance's parents uh, for naming their children. Just fantastic, fantastic names that we're clearly getting enjoyment out of on a sports podcast in the Northeastern United States. Absolutely. 20 years later. And, and what was funny was Lakers had to get this news out there, and then all of a sudden, it's the biggest news for about... 40, 40 minutes. seconds. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say even 40 yep. minutes. But yeah, 40 seconds. Just about, it seemed like, looking it, back. Well, in, so LeBron got this huge deal, $157 million, four years. Uh, Paul George re-signed with OKC. So, you know, was like he going to go to Lakers? Yeah. Uh, you know what? He's not. He's Shocked he, the world. He, he shocked the world. He's going to hang out with Russ Westbrook, which um, apparently Russ Westbrook and him have been getting along like no the, other teammate he's ever had. Well, apparently Russ is really kind of an isolated type guy. He doesn't like to hang out with people outside of, you know, practice and the games i guess him and paul are like chill him, him and playoff p they like hang out together go out to dinner like totally russ has never even did that even with kd that's so now huge. they're like big bros i don't know if that's gonna make russell wilson pass the ball or russell westbrook pass the ball but maybe maybe I mean, who knows maybe they're gonna be good probably not probably not i mean um, enough to be relevant in the playoffs for like a hot second and then not yeah pro- maybe not even that maybe because i don't think they made, didn't even make it through a first round i think they won like a game a game a game ah Yes. Um, so long ago, it feels like. Yep, it, it does. It is so long ago. So before we get back to the potential um, future uh, pickups by the Lakers, I do want to address a major, major move. So we said earlier in the show, JaVale McGee left the Golden State Warriors. Uh, he was their center, very tall young man, uh, to the Lakers to play with LeBron. Well, yep. guess who the Golden State Warriors signed uh, yesterday? A man with the first name Boogie, last name Cousins. Yes. Also yeah. known as DeMarco Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins. Not sure why they call him Boogie, other than if he, like, he boogies on a Friday night or Saturday night or something. Um, Boogie got signed by the Golden State Warriors. And I don't know if anyone knows this. The Broies bro out there play basketball or watch NBA. Boogie Cousins is fucking good. Yeah. And it, it really just got to the point where, and you said it better perfectly. Uh, you said it earlier perfectly where you were like, you know what? They got rid of someone and just got better. Somebody better. Yeah. They got rid of JaVale McGee, who was decent, and they got somebody better. So I am going to call it right now. It is July 3rd, 2018. 18. The Golden State Warriors are 100% winning the NBA Finals next year with Boogie Cousins. So long as nobody gets hurt. Gets hurt. Yep, that's the that is thing. That, that, that is happening. It is a lock. It is done. There's no one. No one got better in free agency except for them. Now... The Lakers. The Lakers. The Clippers. The Clippers. Um, well, so here's I mean, the, uh, the Rockets. The Rockets. I mean, there, there's, there's so many good teams now in the West. The East, it's basically just Boston and Philly. Well, uh, I'd like to just cause you and ask you, CC, do you remember the Eastern Conference playoffs? I do. So um, Cleveland had a really tough time getting on the playoffs. Uh, their first round matchup was with the Indiana Pacers, led by Victor Oladipo. He was previously on the Magic, then he was on uh, OKC, and now he's the leader of this team, the Indiana Pacers. He played the fuck out of LeBron. He played them tough. They went to seven games in the first series, first time ever. With Lance Stevenson. With Lance Stevenson. Victor Oladipo is very good. Guess who is in talks right now to sign with Indiana? Who? Tyreek Evans. So he played for the Sacramento Kings. An incredible, incredible talent. He was on my fantasy basketball team when he was a rookie. He is unbelievable. If they sign Tyreek Evans, I think out of nowhere... Indiana now is a contender to be the number one seed in the East. Over Boston? Over Boston. That's that's a bold take. They, they play hard. And Boston, listen, everyone's going to Boston. Kyrie will be healthy. Well, let's just see about that because people that have patterns of injuries in the past tend to have patterns of injuries in the future. Yeah, that's true. And Gordon Hayward or whatever broke his fucking leg last year in the first game. So yeah. <laughs> let's just see what happens here. Didn't see um, that coming. Didn't, no one saw that coming. No. Literally, no one saw that coming until we all saw it. And that would have been a like, crazy prop bet. We all wanted to puke. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a weird prop bet to make. Yeah. It's almost like he planned it. He probably did. He probably put a future out He's like, you know what? I'm just like, not into this season. I'll just break my leg. It's fine. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, all being said, the East is looking... Interesting, but not nearly as good as the West. It's kind of going back to that, you know, late 80s, 90s. You know, the West is best. Uh, the, the rivalry between the Lakers 
in the Celtics. You know, a lot of people are talking about that. I don't think we're quite there yet unless the Lakers sign an additional huge free agent. Well, you know, what's funny. I just read the Warriors might add Dwight Howard. Imagine that. No. No? You don't I don't want to imagine that. If they add Dwight no. Howard, who is not, you know... He's no, he's but he's the type of person right now who's, who's really just a... Um, He's a virus in the locker room. Yeah. He, he ruins teams. He ruins so it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's true. He, he does. He's a, ruin, he's a team runner. Yeah. And at that point, if you add him to the Warriors, that makes it, like, interesting. That makes it a little bit more balanced in the West. Or the Warriors can be so good that they just, just convert Finally him make out him of that good. and make him good. And then yeah, he's that, just that, like that's free... more likely if he's yeah, like a six-man. Even if he, like, you know, he when he was alone in Orlando, he was still having, like, 20 points, 15 rebounds a game. You know what I mean? He's good for that if you put him in there. So long as he's not – he's got back problems. Dwight, right. Uh, or dwigged uh, from the office. So, you know, you never know. Um, but if that does happen, I would be pissed. Yeah. Well, you won't have – fun to watch. I know. But at the same time, there's other talks that they might not be able to come to an agreement because of a money dispute. Here's what I don't understand. It's like you're at the point where no one really wants you and you're you might go to the greatest team in NBA history. And at this point, you're like, eh, I don't know. I mean, you got to give me a little bit more if you want me. But the other teams that are interested in him as well is uh, the Pelicans and the Wizards. So The Pelicans would be great. Anthony Davis is an absolute rock star. And the, it's only a matter of time before he either gets pe- players on his team or he goes to a team and they become unstoppable. If he ever were to go to the Lakers, for example, and play with LeBron, like that is a fearsome combination. Um, I would also just like to let the Broies know we are drinking a fantastic beer right now. We're going to review it. We're going to review a couple of brews this episode. Uh, the first one we're having is Forever Simcoe by Other Half. It's quite delicious. Quite delicious. Shout out to Blurry Murray. Thank you, Blur, for the fantastic Blur, beer. Again, you are our number two listener. Also, shout out to Turkey Juice for getting married this week. Hey, congrats. To, to Deidre. As you remember him for this segment right here. So we're going to review the beer in a little bit. Um, but yeah, anything else on NBA free agency? Funny that you asked that. The Cavs are actually open to trading love now that, you know, J.R. Smith is their number one person on the team. So, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. The only thing I'd say about that is, like, I think Kevin Love would be funny to be traded somewhere because at this point it's like, all right, well, what team does he go on? And I'm thinking maybe the Knicks. Mm. 
That'd be interesting. The Knicks. Yeah, I don't know why, but I just feel like I'd like to see Kevin Love in New York. Uh, but let's talk quickly about Cleveland's reaction to. Yeah, I was. I was just gonna say. Yeah, they, they, the the reaction this time around, second time around, LeBron leaves so, Cleveland. So first time around, burning of jerseys. I was expecting that. De- yeah, you know, decrying LeBron's name, his legacy. He's a joke. Like you're dead to me, LeBron. Right. Dan Gilbert, the owner of the Cavaliers, wrote this right. crazy letter in the newspaper about how much LeBron let him down. Um, not the case this time around. No, Cleveland grew up. It, and both sides too. LeBron didn't do a big announcement, a big unveil. He it, he really let his agency just take care of it all. Yep, clutch. And, sports. Yeah, that was smart because really no one's looking at it in a negative light. Yep. I just wish he met with more teams because he looked at Philly for a second. Went flew into Philly. I think I think just looking at Philly, his agent flew into LA to talk to Philly. And he said LeBron it wasn't was, even there. It, it, LeBron wasn't even there. This was a smokescreen to get LA to give him the money he wanted. He all he had to do was leak that they were meeting with Philly. To get the offer Smart that move. he wanted. So, and if you've seen Entourage, you know that's what you do. Oh, absolutely. That and ballers. Yeah. That's what, and that and ballers. So one thing I did want to mention. So LeBron did announce his free agent is um, signing with the Lakers with a press release from Clutch Sports. Uh, that's the uh, company that represents him. Well, guess what? This was just like when uh, Michael Jordan said he's coming back to uh, professional basketball. His sports agency released a very similar memo, and it just said, uh, on behalf of Michael Jordan, we'd just like to relay the following message. And then all it said in, ca- in quotes was two words, I'm back. <laughs> like, so, so badass. Yeah. I got, yeah. A little, got a little goosebumps when I said it. So, um, you know, respect to LeBron for, you know, sort of, you know, acknowledging uh, the past of MJ and his his style and kind of coming through with his own his own style in this way. Uh, definitely very cool and excited to see what LeBron does in the West Western Conference. Like, he is probably not going back to the finals. And you know what? It, the streak is over. The one thing that you got to give him credit for, though, is the argument that's always been placed on him is that he stays in the East because the West is too good for him to make it to the finals. If he makes it to the finals and wins an MVP, if he ends, wins an MVP or even one more ring, that's it. Like you the are the greatest of all time because no he won player th- with three franchises. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. No player in any any sport has ever done that. Yes. So win an MVP with three franchises. LeBron, leave it to you to make you know. Every make bit your of your own life, history, yes. yeah. Make every bit of your life, you know, top priority for people like us. Yeah, and just and just to just wrap this topic up, I'm excited to see uh, what's going to happen when LeBron's got a real point guard like Lonzo Ball with him. Uh, Lonzo definitely sucks at shooting, but he does not suck at passing. And there's going to be some freaky type passing going on uh, with the Lakers this year, and it's going to be awesome. Assuming he doesn't get moved before the beginning of the season, do you think he will? Um, I do think that his father is a divisive character and that, you know, locker room cohesiveness is important right. and uh, any sort of disruption to that is uh, problematic. So I could see a situation, but I do know LeBron likes Lonzo. Yes. Because they and always like, you always see him like talking through their jerseys at each other at the yeah. game and they were like, hey, bro, I'm coming to LA. Don't worry. <laughs> like, yeah. That's probably I, what he said. <laughs> right. And I also like a year with Magic. I mean, initially Magic might have been. A little apprehensive seeing him initially when he was missing threes constantly coming off of, you know, a college career where you made almost every three you shot. Like, this guy was, you know, a leading scorer on his team, and now he's not even making a three. Yeah. At this point, though, after a year in the league, he's probably matured. He's probably learned from past mistakes with his family, and Magic has gotten to know him a lot more. You know, Magic Johnson is, you know, the guy pulling all the strings in L.A. right now, and with the guidance of Magic Johnson with LeBron— it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I really don't have a lot of faith in him. Um, I think he needs to grow up a little bit. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So let's see here. And, and, and we yeah, talked about James Dolan, right? Yeah, let's let's hop over to James Dolan. Nice little segue into, you know, whatever. Um, on Wednesday, and by Wednesday I mean last Wednesday, it was reported in Forbes magazine that MSG Company, Madison Square Garden Company, is considering spinning off uh, both the New York Rangers – and the New York Knicks franchises to be publicly owned. This is fucking amazing news. This is like the mecca got better, you yes. know. So we've been I've been calling for this for years. James Dolan has ruined these franchises for decades, and now we have the ability to wipe the slate clean, get good management in there, and say fuck you, James Dolan, you piece of shit motherfucker. We're running this shit our way. And we're finally, maybe we're going to win. Maybe Chris Josh Porzingis won't fucking leave. And, yeah. Because that is going to be devastating if he does. It's just another player that landed on New York, did nothing for five or six years. At, well, 
he's been doing amazing. He yeah. got hurt, but also he's put every bit of effort he can into this team, and they're not building around him to the best of his ability, best of their ability. No, um, and, and and just the whole the whole issue is that they can't retain talent, they can't recruit talent, and the reason why is because they have a divisive kind of egomaniac running the organization. And, um, you know, who's not afraid to, like, stick his hands from being all the way up at the top, top, top of the organization all the way down to the fucking nitty gritty. Like, get your fucking hands out of there. Let, you know, he fucked up everything with Phil Jackson. Like, it was just a disaster. Jim Dolan, go retire with your millions of dollars on an island. Get the fuck out of here. Now, let's talk about possible future owners. Now, I'm I, think, I think I, it's going to be public. I think it's going to be publicly traded. Really? That's, that, that, from what I understand, and I will read it, um... Investors bullish on sport franchises may get the chance to directly own two of the sport's biggest crown jewels. Um, yeah, it sounds like uh, that these may be divested off as a public part of a public company, MSG company, into separate companies, which they would have they would then get shares of as it gets spun off. Okay. So I don't believe it would be singly owned. He probably would retain some ownership right. Right. Okay. Um, but all being said, would he not be the direct controller of the team? Yes. And that is what is most important. Okay, we'll see what happens. Uh, hopes for New York. But, I mean, right now the so, Yankees are doing quite so, nice. So how did the stock market respond to this? MSG stock oh. ripped higher on its announcement. Shares have risen, thir- risen 30% over the past year and 10% <laughs> in early trading to nearly $300 a piece. Um, oh, God, it's just everyone is Everyone excited. Everyone's excited about this. Everyone's excited about this. Everyone hates James, James Dolan. He James probably should never show his face in New York again. He should just right. leave. But James Dolan's crew is probably finally getting to him saying, like, listen, buddy, listen, the people don't like you. And it's not your music. It's just the fact that you own these teams. Your music's great. But at the same time, maybe if you didn't own these teams, people would like your music more. And I think he's thinking, you know what? I could really have a career in music. So he's hoping to now put these as publicly traded companies. And then hopefully uh, have his music career go off the ground a little bit more. What do you think about that? Yeah, it, we need it to. We should actually start promoting him. I think that's – then he might yeah. get re- – Then know, he might finally like – Sell know, the team. Sell, sell the team. Yeah, know, Sell some great. tickets to his shows. Get really busy. Um, yeah, fuck, fuck you, James Dolan. Hopefully this goes through. And uh, quick shout-out to – just because every team in New York um, is sucking right now besides obviously – well, the Giants, they, they suck right now. Because it remains to be seen. Well, we seen. don't know how good they it are. Remain, right, because it remains to be seen. Because they got the best player in the draft. Don't stop forgetting No, that. I know that. I Saquon know that. Barkley. Absolutely. The, the funny thing about that is, like, you can't say they're, like, they're the best team in New York right now when you have the Yankees. They're just yeah. dominating the MLB right now. Every player on that team is producing. And at the same time, they're playing a little uh, tit-for-tat game with Boston being the uh, best team in baseball right now. So I think this year is going to be one of the best playoffs in baseball history just because of the Yankee Red Sox rivalry. You know, you don't need fight to be a rivalry. You need a rivalry because of a um, leader race, but also the fact that literally they've been trading places this entire season as the best teams in baseball. Yeah, it's it's insane. Chris Sale is so good, uh, but the offense on the Yankees is so good. Right. And, you know, I think the Yankees' weak point has clearly been pitching. Sonny Gray's a joke. Um, you know, what? remember, like, last year how happy we were to get Sonny Gray? I believe he came from Oakland. Oh, yeah. Um, we were like, oh, pitching, yeah, pitching. Finally got him. Finally got a pitcher. He's, he's um, one of the races. He was one of the races at the time. Um, you know, watch, as soon as we trade him, he'll be good wherever he goes. So that's kind of typically what happens. But we definitely need to bolster the pitching because that's what's going to carry us through October. We cannot rely on, you know. And by the way, yeah, I predicted six people were going to have 20 home runs. It could be fucking seven people on the Yankees right. that have 20 home runs. Aaron Hicks, Gary Sanchez, he's coming off the DL uh, next week, which awesome. is huge. Uh, Aaron Judge, uh, John Carlos Stanton. Uh, Didi. Didi, who is finally getting hot again, which yep. you need. Um, and also Glaber Torres. Glaber Torres. Yeah. Glaber Torres, man. You, you've never been more right about Glaber Torres. I just, you know, we've told the story a few times. Obviously, ever since, he, ever, ever since we acquired him from the Cubs. Ever since we acquired him from the Cubs during the World Series two years ago, uh, you know, we traded Chapman over. We got the best recruit in all of baseball. Chapman came right back. And Ooh. then Chapman came right back, and we still had the best recruit in all of baseball. Jesus Christ. There's never been a time. Desperate ass comes. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and, and it's a great time, but playoffs are going to be everything. It's going to be an unbelievable like, this September This is going to be killing Chicago fans. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, Glaber. Glaber. Wow. You could have seen him in the, you're, the you're, Chicago you're, Blue. Oh, easily at yep. this point. But what's funny is. He looks it, good in pinstripes. Yes, and he could have gone to their second base uh, spot to replace their guy. Uh, but more importantly, actually, no, uh, shortstop. The uh, funny thing about the Yankees right now, though, is that, you know, th- when they're playing the Red Sox, it's like a. W- 
every other game kind of situation. When Chris Sale is pitching, we don't have a shot. They put up 10 runs on us. And then if we also have like Severino pitching, they get one run, we score 10. CC Sabathia is somehow acting like a uh, you know acting like he's in his prime right now. He's he's producing on a whole new level. AA has done wonders to that man. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, we're wrapping up on this beer here, and I just want to let the Brobies know we're having a little bit of a get together here. So I was shooting a little bit of a text out. to, oh, to, nice. to some people doing a little multitasking. Doing a little multitasking. Very so, nice. Um. Do you want? Hey, do you want to jump into our World Cup update? Ooh, yes. Actually, let's do it. it. Yep. All right. So, big update. I'm going to let you do it. Okay. Great. All right, listeners, get ready. Here we go. Uh, Mexico and Argentina, big, 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 big time losers. They lost. They lost. They lost. And they're out. Yeah. So, that's it. That was a sweet update, man. Thank you, man. We've been working on that segment for weeks. It's been at least a week. At least a week on that update. Because, honestly, you want to deliver the news, and that's to the best of our ability. And also, just quick shout out because I know that's how much of a shout out I can give on the Buffalo Sabers trading away my man Ryan O'Reilly. I'm CC O'Reilly. Yeah. We're brothers by last name, and You're like last name cousins. I think it's, we're closer than cousins. Maybe you did meet his grandfather. I met his uncle. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, it was Cal's uncle, wasn't it? I think it was his grandfather. The guy was like ninety. The guy was like. Yeah, but Cal's like 34. Guy, so I mean, like, like AARP. He was like. I'm a 90 year I have like almost a 90 year old uncle. Yeah. That, so, that's true. Uncle, is that, what is that? Uncle Chuck? Uncle Chuck. Yeah. Wild man. Yeah, he's a man. Wild man. Cool dude. All right. Anyway, yeah, so just quick so shout out to Ryan the Ryan gone. Yeah, but we got so nah, much in return. Nah, nah, nah. We had the number one pick this past year. Nah, nah, we have two new goalies. We have dumped a lot with Ryan O'Reilly and received so much. We got a number one pick next year, a number two pick. In the 2021 draft. Goodbye. And that's all I got for the Buffalo all Sabres. Right. They're making the playoffs next year. It's a guarantee. See you, Ryan. If, and if they do make the playoffs, we will go to a game. Absolutely. All right. All right. So that's basically our sports and rec. Anything else? Yeah. Well, why don't we wrap up this beer review? How's that sound? Oh, my gosh. Yes, so absolutely. This was a fantastic, fantastic beer. Forever Simcoe. Cool can. It is a cool can. And I'm a can guy. Everyone knows I love a good pair of cans. And this can doesn't disappoint. It's, we got to get a picture of this can and the next beer. You know what and, I really like about it? It's like... Um, What's the word I want to use? Multidimensional. It's multidimensional. It's the same on both sides. What's that mean? Congruent. Uh, it's fucking congruent. congruent. I love when my cans are congruent. You do on both say sides. a lot. You love congruent cans. Yep. It's the CC. That's what CC O'Reilly stands for. Congruent cans <laughs> O'Reilly. Congruent cans O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah. um, so this is a double dry hopped Imperial India Pale Ale. That's just a gotta mouthful. love that. And this beer is f- just incredibly hazy. It, it's, it's very hazy. It's very hazy. But it's, it's also smooth. It's smooth. When I tasted it, we started this episode, and I just had to hold the mic back because I wanted to just be like, Ooh. like it was just a, such a good. It, it's a smooth drink. It's everything you want. It's like when you when you want to try a beer, you're looking for something. You're looking for it to taste a certain way. If it's described a certain way, this nails the description. It is honestly uh, citrusy. It's very light. Very light. It is a little boozy. Um, uh, that was the next thing I was going to say. It's a little boozy. It's tad, a little boozy, but in a good boozy. way. In a good way. In a great way. Um, this this beer is is fantastic. It has got great mouthfeel, like a medium mouthfeel. It's not too heavy. It's not too light. Um, you know the hops, the hop like to smell is just explosive in your yeah. nose. It's just it's unbelievable. Um, you know, other half just knows how to mix hops together they like, really better do. than anyone else, and it's just clear every time I drink one of their beers. I've not even had like a bad one of their beers I think ever, and I'm just Jesus, I can't believe I said that, but it's true. Um, They're in, inventing so many different blends. In the next beer, by the way, that we're getting into, what's that? Is even better. That you think is better? It could be. We yeah, we did we did pick and choose like which one are we going to lead with here? They're both great. They're what, both fantastic. Let, let's give this a rating. Now it's a fair rating here. It's been co- it, 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 this was canned in May. It is still really smooth. It's very smooth. It held up. Yep. Uh, uh, ooh, you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm gonna go four point five. Seven. It's good. Ah, that's a good rating. It's a good rating. It's a fair good, rating. It's a fair rating. It's a great beer. I would drink this any day of the week, twice on Sunday. I would get more of it, but I don't live there. Blurry does, and he was drunk enough to leave this in the hotel room on Saturday. <laughs> so that's why we have it. You love to see that. Uh, also, I want to kind of agree with you. I'm going to go a little higher though, because this one I would grab out of any cooler I saw. Like I, I would put this as like a poolside beer one one time poolside beer. Yeah. You don't do this all day. No. No, no, no. no this no, is no, a no, one time no. poolside beer. Like as you're when it's not too hot out on the Fourth of July tomorrow. Here's what you got to do. You got to be poolside with this beer, and I'm giving it a four six two. Ooh, four six two. Four six two. Okay. 
And, right. and, and you know what? It, it, it kind of is like, I was thinking about it. It's kind of like when you drink a mixed drink or a shot. And it does exactly what you like, like tequila, the perfect tequila shot when you don't feel like you're gonna throw up and you just feel amazing and energized right away. That's how I feel after this beer, where Ooh. I drink that beer and wow. it's just like, well, you only had half. I only had half, but like that's nice. Yeah, I would start with this beer. Yeah, you'd be drunk after one beer, probably. Um, all right, that's uh, sports and recreation. Uh, what are we hopping into next? I think we're gonna do a well, lot more on the brews and downs. A lot more on the brews and downs. Yeah. All right, let's get it. Right, let's get into that. The brews and downs brought to you by. El Bro Down. The greatest beer in all I'm excited for this one. I hear Citra and I get excited. Alright, welcome to the best part of El Bro Down. The uh, hub of El Bro Down, I would like to say. Brews and Don'ts. Yeah, we're going to call this episode or this segment the 4th of Brulai. Brulai. I like that. That's good. It's uh, the 4th. Really, it's the 3rd of Brulai. Uh, Brulai is a, a month where you drink a lot of brews. It's, it's nonstop. It seems like it feels like July. After I have July 4th, mapped out. I'm I'm blacking out all of July. It, the entire like every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is an opportunity to do something fun and drink. It really is. And by the way, I just want to give you a quick cheers here on this. I love to give you a quick cheers, buddy. Amazing brew we just cracked. Oh, it, it's a beautiful brew. It's a beautiful brew from Munson, Massachusetts. Munson, you yeah, say? I didn't the, even know him. The home of Treehouse. Oh, And Treehouse. we are drinking a Doppelganger, one of the top brews at a Treehouse. This one is thanks to Mikey Mick. Also, congrats on your engagement, buddy. You don't listen to the show, but you got engaged on Sunday, so congrats Congratulations. On, congrats and on being married beer. to a 30-year-old. And thank you for the uh, sec- the other beer you gave me before the wedding, the Julius, that yeah, I got to enjoy. He was very nice to give you that. Yeah, he was just he like, didn't he, need to. no, no, he was like, take anything. I'm like... You have a cooler full of treehouse beers here. He lives like two feet away, so he just goes and gets And that's what he kept saying. And he's like, my my fridge is full of this, so get whatever you want. And I'm like... Yeah, I fooled. I I was a fool and didn't drink a Julius, but I also didn't pass out at 11 p.m. So... You were the winner. I was the winner. You were the winner. Because I was at the three. CC fell asleep at 11. All right, moving on. Moving on. Bruising down to the 4th of July. Absolutely. This beer is delicious, by the way. Let's kick it off. We just did a review. Let's do another review. This beer uh, was canned on... It was canned in, in June sixth. June sixth, and also yep. you want you want to read the uh, Broies, the uh, the little sentiment. Oh yeah, the Bizarro Jerry, the Bizarro Jerry. I it, love that. I yeah. love that. It's just this obscure Seinfeld, Seinfeld reference yeah. that I don't know how they know that they're people that drink their beer love Seinfeld, but they do. They knew they were talking to me. They talked yeah. to my heart. And you know what? That was what kind of made me immediately want to favor this one because the other half fresh. Beer, it's fresh it's AF. Fresher. It is fresh. Fresh AF, but it's also got. Anytime you can add any type of comedic value to a can, that just adds more points for me in my head. Like it's predetermined points already. So you imagine if you're a beer and you just hand me it and I taste it. I'm tasting it on the taste. Alone. I'm giving you a rating on the taste alone. If you have a some kind of comedic value and it surprises me, it makes me laugh. Right, like like Mr. Burgundy for example yes. from McKellar, that that uh, black current Northeast IPA. I favored it right away. I favored it too. I I, I was blown away by it. Yeah. And it was and I think that's okay. Value. Yeah. I think that's okay. I think that actually adds more creativity from the brewery aspect because not only are you doing more than the bare minimum, making unbelievable beer, you want to take it even further, add a little artwork, and have a kind of a like a storyline behind it. Sure, absolutely. And um, I also just want to say, you know, uh, Broies, let us know. Do you like comedy with your beer? Shoot us an email at lbrodown at gmail dot com or let us know. W-N at gmail.com. Shoot us at one of those. Yeah. And how do you spell Gmail? It's Gmail. It's if you can imagine the oh, word. Gmail. If you can imagine the word male, but not like male as in the species or the gender. The sex. The like male as in like the mailman. Oh, yeah. And then with a G in front of it and then a dot com at the oh, end Oh, now I get it. If you think through that, you'll be able to know how to spell it. But if you don't know how to spell it, it's G-M-A-I-L dot C-U-M. <laughs> Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> what's, what's so funny about that? Weird dude. I, You're a weird kid. I am very immature. Yep. And again, once again, that's E L B R O D O W N at Gmail. G M A I L dot C U M. So, uh, Doppelganger, terrific beer. Terrific beer. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready to re- re- give it a yeah, number. Yeah, I'm going to let this. savor this. We're going to. This is a tease. This is a radio. I've reviewed it on Untap before, so I want to see what I gave myself before. Oh, yeah. You, you're not going to look? I'm gonna look. You're gonna look. I'm gonna look. I want to before be you give the review. Yep. No, no, no. You know, give a newer review and then look back to see what your review was after you give the live review. Agree to disagree. 
All right, so uh, the 4th of July. Uh, yeah. We've got, we, we got some great topics to discuss with the Broies, um, including... Um, Brew what, News? Brew News, yeah. So let's let's jump into this. Um, you know, here's what I'm going to say before you get going, CC. I'm a big stay in your lane guy, okay? You, you've stay said in your that lane. before. Stay in your lane, okay? To quote, to quote the late, great John Adams, and uh, thank you again for the birth of our country. Thank you, John. Yep. Uh, stay in your lane, John Adams. John Adams said that. Yeah. All right, so the big brew news that swept the nation literally last week was Guinness. You've heard of them. Guinness, yeah. Oh, from Ireland? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. They were established back in like 17-something or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right around South America. A pint to Guinness. They made the pint famous. Oh, a pint. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah I think they did. They did. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that. I, you know what? Anything we say uh, is said with conviction. You're right. Yep, it's all is said with conviction, just well, like that John Adams line. Absolutely. Well, I don't know if you know this. This is a little trivia for you here. But did you know that Guinness actually has breweries in 49 countries? Is this real, real trivia? This is real, real trivia. All right. Did you know how, over under 49 different breweries across – I'm sorry, 49 different countries where they brew beer? How many – Do you I think, think that's the true number, over or under? You just told me it was the true number. I'm it is the true that. number. Yeah, I was trying to make it more trivia-ish. Yeah. Okay. So that is the true number. Okay. And did you know – United States is not one of them yet. Yes. Did you – okay, so I'm going to stop making this like trivia. Yeah. But just a little background information. They actually had a brewery in America. They did. They did. Back what in happened to it? 1949 to 1954, they had a brewery in Long Island City, New York. Ooh, LIC. Yeah. And then, you know – I'm L- drinking out of an LIC glass right now. You are. Yep. And honestly, this – it just was a five-year thing they tried out, and then they realized that it was better to, you know, brew back – Home and then just ship everything. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like you got engaged. Well, oh, wait a minute, it didn't work out. Yeah, unengaged. Quick fix. Quick they fix. Call that I'm moving back. Moment. I'm moving back home. With my parents. Yeah, they call that an annulment. Yeah, uh, yeah. So now they just announced last week that they are actually opening the Guinness Open Gate Brewery and Barrel House in uh, right near Baltimore, Maryland. That it's actually like a, a that relay seems like in a terrible location for this. Now, so here's what I was thinking to, about that. It's near the coast. To ship stuff or, or at shipping, least, yeah. Think about international cargo, right? Right. Big, right. big, big thinker big over stuff. here. CC's a big thinker. That's why I just thought East Coast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. East Coast is also kind of leading the charge with the development of craft beer, right? So they made mm-hmm. an announcement immediately after saying they were going to open a brewery in uh, the United States by saying we're not going to be making the original Guinness Drat uh, Stout in the United States. We're going to still be making that in the homeland. We'll still ship it. It's going to taste the same. Don't worry. But they're going to start brewing in greater distribution, uh, in, in greater quantity of the Guinness Blonde American Lager. Uh, it's something they've already, yeah, it's something they've already put out. But they want to, they want to focus on that and also focus on like experimental craft beer and and barrel aged bins as well, uh, barrel aged beers as well. So they want to take a lesson from the experts, which in their eyes right now and where the beer world is going is East Coast United States. Kind of, kind of a compliment, but at the same time, like you said, stay in your fucking lane, man. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't get it. Um, it's sort of like, here's what I'll say. It's like, it's like Pixar coming out with a porno movie. It's like, no, just <laughs> yeah. do Disney movies. <laughs> do Toy Story. Do that. That's don't, right on. Don't That's spot on. make an animatronic <laughs> sex story. We don't want to watch that. I don't want to drink golden lager from fucking Guinness. I want to drink Guinness yeah. from Guinness. That's it. I only want that. I get it from a business perspective, trying to diversify your product portfolio. Right. Absolutely. But at the same time, stay in your motherfucking lane. It's like Budweiser is always going to be there. Bud Light's always going to be there. Coors, Coors Light. Well, now they got – so this is like you know when Budweiser took over Goose Island, this really kind yeah. of craft brewery from like – Chicago. Maine, Chicago. They, you know, they totally fucking corporatized it, and it sucked. And, and it, 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 it like you wouldn't seek out a Goose Island anymore on a tap line. You, oh, I, if I see a Goose Island, my eyes couldn't be scrolling past that fast enough. I'm getting a, as soon as I see that goose, I'm like, get get the fuck out of here. Yeah, goose. it's it, and you know what? You also kind of you know what the rest of the line is like if Goose Island is on. Yeah, you were like, oh, I'm at a bar that clearly's got a contract with a Bud Light distributor and doesn't really understand what craft beer is. D. Crusetti. So uh, more importantly, though, I do want to just give a quick shout out to Guinness because I do kind of respect this move for one reason and one reason only. Let me tell you, what is it? They're going to where the experts are. So my idea of what they're trying to do here is they're not claiming to be experts, but they know they want to try to do more than what they're doing. And now I'm not going to say it's like Pixar going into the porno industry, but I will say, which I absolutely love that analogy. Yeah, because it's basically that. It basically is that 
in a broader context. But with what they're doing right now, they're at least accepting the fact that they need to grow in the United States and they're going to the places to actually do it and make it 50. It's the 50th country they'll be brewing in, which is going to the country that has 50 states. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. And we're announcing this the day before the 4th of July. But they're not even an American company. So anyway, listen. Yeah, Listen, you're, right. I, yeah. you're 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 getting high on this. I just like the idea it's of outside of Baltimore, Maryland. Do you know what's in Baltimore, Maryland? Nothing. They just murder each other there. It's a murderous town. It's got the worst crime. Have you ever seen The Wire? I know you've seen The Wire. Yeah, The Wire's it, you, good. Now you're adding Guinness Brewery to it's The Wire. It's near Baltimore. It's not in Baltimore. It's the DMV. It's the Delaware, Maryland, Virginia area. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess well, so. you know what else is in Baltimore? Joe Flacco. Yeah, well, he, he is a terrible quarterback that got paid a lot of money for winning one Super Bowl and a fluke. Flu, J, Joe Flugo. Very true. He did more than Jay Cutler, though. He did more than Jay Cutler. He kind of and uh, did more than a certain Cowboys quarterback. I won't, you know, I don't want to say his name. Yeah. Tony Romo. It's but a, like, Antonio Romo. Oh, it's Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Let's just get it right. Antonio. Yeah, that was his real name. I, I'm like, what? His name's Antonio. The fuck? What's well, funny is he, he had more playoff wins, and he has a Super Bowl, which is funny because. You have to have more playoffs. Yeah. Well, because um, he had two. Well, uh, fuck Joe Flacco and fuck uh, the Guinness coming to the United States. Oh yeah, stay in it. your lane. Stay, stay in, your lane. in your lane. So we'll see what happens. Same thing to you, Broy, out there. You know, you know what I mean. Like you're in here, you're out doing something. Stay in your fucking lane. Don't go out. If you go outside of your lane, you're gonna get hit. It's a freeway out there. You put out a rival beer podcast with a sports and rec kind of twist to it. Stay you in your stay, fucking lane. Yeah, if you even think about doing that, we're gonna beat the fuck out of you. Literally. We if will you do come that. up with like a catchy name like dr bader then fuck off if you make masturbation references on a podcast with a host that's got a very strange name that sort of sounds like masturbation you better watch the fuck out all right i don't know how we get on this tangent but yeah so uh so anyway that's the brew news that's the big brew news news, yeah good luck to guinness uh but i hope they don't like lose all their money building all these factories and can, can't brew the real Guinness, so yeah, they just need like, to be, like make they sure they're financially they, prepared. They did say, no matter what, these are all experimental things they want to do. Must be nice. But the flagship beer itself, Guinness Stout, will remain the same, and it will be distributed Hopefully, the same Hopefully, you way. know what I want to hear? In perpetuity. You want to hear that? The Guinness flagship Stout will remain the same in, in perpetuity. perpetuity. You know what that means? No. That's like the legal term for like forever. Ah, I like it that. It can't change. Okay. Yeah. In Why perpetuity. not just say forever? Because you don't say that in a legal document. You don't say that. You, don't just, <laughs> you just don't say forever. That's that's too. Liberal. That's not a word in, in legal perpetuity. Is basically world. like just just if anyone ever asks you to do something in perpetuity, you say no. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a little law advice out for you. Uh, in deck deck squire, I think you would agree with that, right? Well, as someone who was pre law, I can say that uh, in perpetuity does sound like a real world word. So I agree. It's a with phrase. You. It's a yeah. phrase. Yeah, I used it today. I like it. Yeah. Well, it probably sounded smart. It did. Yeah. It came off good. It's like every time I use the word collaborate, I just feel like I sound smarter. Yeah. Anything that, I, anytime I use a word that ends in the word eight, uh, I just feel great about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really, uh, I, I, I don't hate eight, but it's great. You know what I'm saying? Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, because yeah, that was the only one I could think of. But yeah. all right. Okay, so getting into the next segment of the 4th of July, we're going to jump into some of our favorite activities. For the 4th of July. For the 4th of July. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff to do. We're going to get into it. Top we top have, activities. We yeah, have what are you doing on 4th of July? Oh, that's a big question. What, as the broies, you should probably listen to what we're about to tell you. Maybe you should do that because your idea. Eh, is it any good? I don't know. We're going to let you know because I think we're doing two of the most popular things to do on the 4th of July. Oh, yeah? You know, we're doing separate things. Yep. But we're taking advantage. We want to both experience uh, the best things to do on the 4th of July without missing out. So Yeah, especially in Saratoga. So um, I'll jump in what what I'm doing. So my plan is to go on a boat. So uh, one of the best things to do on Fourth of July is go on a boat. You oh yeah, are, you dock up with other boats. You get in the water. You fish. You water ski. You get extra points for like an American flag uh, on the boat. Yep. Oh, and I'm wearing. A oh, red and on the boat, absolutely. Oh yeah, you got to have American flag on the boat. So tomorrow, um, I will be enjoying the lake. I'll be getting sunburned. I will be drinking. I will be kind of laying, relaxing. You know, very casual. Masturbating. No. What? Huh? What? Huh? Putting words in my mouth, buddy. <laughs> um, not during the day. Um, so it's going to be a wonderful time. Uh, boats are incredible. Uh, we, I'm going to be on a pontoon boat, so that's different than your typical speedboat. This it's, is yeah, like, it's not a not as big. It's almost of an like engine. a car. It's it, almost like a car. It's just this rectangular thing, and it's got a l- smaller engine, more of like a, a golf cart, really. It's basically the the boat, boat version of a golf cart. Yeah, because yeah. like it's like you don't need a license to drive it, but at the you same, like or you license. technically do, but you don't really need a license to drive it. 
you don't need a license in New York State to drive a boat. Exactly. So oh, in general. In general. As oh, long as you have a driver's boat, license, like, you can drive a boat in New York State. Even like a yacht? I think it might even be up to a yacht level, yeah. Wow. But in New Jersey, or any other state, really, you, you do. Isn't it international waters, though, if you're on the water? Isn't it international waters if the water is solely contained in New York State? No, you're not in international waters. All the laws. Are I feel like water flows in from the Atlantic into Lake George. No, um, no. Uh, have I you ever seen a topographical map? Yes, I have. Okay, then. All right, never mind. Yeah, nope, it doesn't. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. You had a thought there. Yeah, I, just, I ran with it. Let me ask you a question. Through. You're ever yeah. going to be able to answer this. Where does the water from the Hudson River come from? New York City. No. <laughs> no, it the flows Atlantic. south. The Atlantic. It, it flows south. That flows from the Atlantic. No, no. the uh, uh, Arctic. No. The uh, the Pacific. No. The, the Pacific. The, the, the Black Sea. No, it's, it, it comes from... Uh, lake Tier of the Clouds, which is the highest lake in New York State. It's right uh, next to the summit of Mount Marcy. That is where the beginning of the Hudson River is. And it goes from the mountains down, all the way down to New York City, next to the, the East River. Okay, so then it goes into the East River. And then it's the Atlantic. So it's it, that's what I mean, though. If they're connected, it's just, it, like... It, it, but the water is coming down, CC. The water is coming down. It never goes the other way? Down. No. We're in the north. No. In the, the 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 Nile River flows north, but okay, the Hudson River flows <laughs> we south. We took buddy. a weird turn here. Okay, it flows like, south, buddy. All right, but, so all the Broadways out there, just yeah, know two now things. You know. One, you now you know water where the Hudson River south. comes from, and water flows south and doesn't come from the Pacific Ocean in New York State. And they say you can't learn anything on El Brodown. Yep, they say that, but they do. They'd be wrong. But they're they're wrong. All right. Yeah. What are you doing tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, you know, I, um, one of my buddies who has a kid and a second kid on the way. Uh, this guy seems to be having a lot of fucking kids. Yeah, and you know what happens when you have kids? Congrats on the sex, by the yeah. way, to this guy. Congrats Big on thumbs all that up. Sex. Hey, way to go, buddy. Like, you're just rubbing it in everyone's faces. Good for him. Yep, but you know what's funny, though? When you have a Tell kid, you, you have a lot less time to, to hang out with your friends. That, is, that sounds true. Yeah, and it, not a lot of activities happen outside of, like, your favorite bar or your house if you have kids. So I never see my... If you're a good dad. If you're a good dad. There's and some degenerate dads out there that right. are they're, totally they're all over a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. You're right about that. He is a good dad. So I don't get to see him much. So he's having a bar, uh, 4th of July party at his house. He's got a pool. He's going to be grilling. He's going to be drinking all day in his backyard. And you know what? I'm looking forward to that because that's like the traditional ever since 19, you know... 60... I feel like 1960... Like in the 1950s, yeah, I felt like... Really? July, you know what it is? It's that nice Cold War barbecue feeling. Right. Like, it's like everyone's ah, in the, the cul-de-sac. Everyone's in the cul-de-sac. It, you know, it's Sandlot to a T where they go out and play baseball because the fireworks are going off at night. There's a baseball field right behind this guy's house. I'm going to definitely pitch wiffle ball out there just to see who wants to jump in. If not, we're going to get pool basketball yeah, going. Just like the other day, we were at a, we were at a wedding the other day, and CC wanted to play uh, cornhole, and it was literally 100 degrees. And I was like, nah, no one's playing cornhole with you, buddy. No one would play cornhole yeah, with me. Yeah, it was really sweaty. I, and we tried to bring the boards inside, but we couldn't. But we couldn't. Yeah. Damn it. I know. All right. But, Yes. Yes. So uh, I'll be doing the traditional American barbecue uh, in pool the traditional action. American barbecue. The, and just to circle back, one yeah. of the best things to do at the uh, traditional American barbecue, cornhole, fantastic yard game, probably my top yard game. Well, to quote Thomas Jefferson, cornhole is his favorite yard game. I thought it was can jam. No cornhole. Oh, it was, it dude, was that first. was Ben Franklin's game. Yeah, yeah. Ben Franklin, he you know he was into the whole like he wind liked and the electricity. Discs and the slots thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. all into going to the slots. He was a big slot guy. Big slot guy. Yeah, like JFK. Yep. And actually, you know what? Let's just take a minute. To thank everybody. Thank the founding fathers. Thank you so much. Guys. Thanks for founding us, fathers. You did a lot of founding. You did a lot of founding. You also did a little bit of this revolution thing. Yeah, you were a father to many. You fathered many, and you know we'd be remiss to address the so fact remiss. that. Uh, you know, a major turning point in the Revolutionary War happened right, right here, here. Right at this hallowed ground, CC, right here in Saratoga. Absolutely. The Battle of Saratoga, Benedict Arnold, when People he was still a good forget. guy. Yep. Still a good guy this the, time. This is where he got notoriety. He got notoriety for this. He saved the day. He did. He saved Saratoga for uh, America. And actually what ended up happening, too, was that notoriety, he got, he got hurt on the battlefield. And when he actually came back and he was healed and he was ready to get back out there, he thought he was going to get like a promotion, get a lot of accolades. But at that time, America was suffering financially and they still hadn't gotten the French to buy in and help out. So long story short, that's what made that rat fuck turn. Turn. And because it was turncoat. Yeah, he he. Tr everyone wanted to kill George Washington at the time. I should know. I watched that show. Turn. 
uh, on AMC. It's about spies. So oh, nice. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, that, another fucking history lesson on the show. Yeah. Um, didn't even know that was going to happen. Didn't even know that was going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, what are some other good things you can do on 4th of July? Well, I, I think you got to definitely have the grill out. At some point, grilling is a must. But you really? also If have, you don't grill, what did you really do? Swimming in general, whether it's jumping over a sprinkler, getting in a pool, going into a community pool, going to a friend's uh, backyard swamp, whatever body of water you can find, get in it on the 4th. Crack a fire hydrant. Do whatever you have to do. But I feel like you gotta have a bathing crack suit. Crack fire hydrant. Yeah, that's that, our recommendation. That, that's, crack a fucking fire. That's bringing fire. it back that's a, that, right that's there. That's a federal crime. We don't even care. Is it a federal crime? I think so. I think it's like a municipal. Really? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that word. It's municipal. Local. Local crime. It's State. a. It's a warning. It's a but, warning. It's a. It's a stern talking to. It's a. It's just yeah. It's a little. It's a little. Uh, Warning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little, little warning. Uh, another great thing you like to do on the 4th of July, though, more importantly, though, is I, 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 you got to play the American music. You know, and when I say the American music, I mean you got to have the stuff that everybody likes, but it's also kind of going along with the themes of the 4th of July, you know? So what I mean by that is, like, anything that you – pretty much basically any type of song about America, you're free to play. Like, if you ever get the auxiliary chord and you have to play music for a party – you get a little bit of pressure. You're like, all right, I'm going to go to my favorite place. I'm going to play my favorite song. But then you get like three, four, five, six, seven songs in, and you still have the aux chord. You're like, what do I do? Don't worry. Fourth of July, you have so many different options. You've got Coming to America, Neil Diamond. That's easy. you got the entire band America. Now, I'm not saying these are hits. I'm just saying you can justify any pick you have to make when you actually are controlling the aux chord. So tomorrow, on the Fourth of July, if you get the luxury of that, let me just tell you, lead off with Party in the USA. Miley Cyrus's Party in the USA will immediately give you the entire justification you need to control that auxiliary chord at any 4th of July party because everyone loves it. Great rhythm, great beat, everything you love about it. Dr. Bader, do you concur? I agree. I would, only thing I would say differently, I totally agree with your take on music in general on the 4th of July. It really sets the tone. Yeah. How about Party in the USA remix? With, Way better. Is it, isn't it? Who's it with? Pitbull? Who's it with? Um, who's, who's the remix? Oh, you have it. You I have do have it. Yeah, let me, right. let me look it up. That up. Um, that's a great song to begin with. You know, what's a good like two thirds of the way through the night, or even like really seven eighths of the way through the night song. What's that? Proud to be an American. Proud to be an American gets Proud every to be an American, single person. Where at least we fucking know we're free. That song is the just the absolute tip in the cap, the salute to the troops, the everything that's great about America song. Proud to be an American. Just an incredible display of musicianship, and uh, I can't I can't imagine what it was like to be alive when that song actually came out in like 1992. Was it then? What was the song that came out like right after 9/11? Yeah, it was not that. Um, okay. Toby Keith came out with a really patriotic song. Um, came out with a couple. Well, actually, Toby Keith exclusively comes out with patriotic songs. See, there's one called American Soldier, um, and there's another one. Uh, what's it called? Oh, Party and Bullshit. Party and in Bullshit the USA. in the USA, yeah. So Party and Bullshit we'll in the USA. We'll put that on at the end of the Yeah, episode. we're going to get that going. So, um, Fourth of July, it's here. So, what's happening tonight? Do you think it's... Uh, oh, tonight, tonight is... So, we're finally fin- we're finishing... We're going to finish up these beers. We're going to get a brew review in before we end this episode. Yeah. We're going to go get fucking drunk at Saratoga. Absolutely. I, we real- I realized it. I, you might have already realized it. I realized it this afternoon. Tonight is like the uh, Thanksgiving Eve in better weather. Like Thanksgiving kind of is the official holiday that kicks off the holiday season. So much to look forward to after that. But at the same time, 4th of July Eve is like you worked all day. You have one day off tomorrow, especially when it's on a Wednesday like this. Yeah. There's something energizing about this Tuesday afternoon where I just want to go until I can't. And then wake up tomorrow in a series of questions. And know that I eventually have to go sit in a pool for the rest of the day and drink. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a beautiful evening. And uh, I'm really excited to just uh, celebrate this holiday. We it's are. Be incredible. And I think with a holiday like this, there's a lot of uh, a lot of different options for drinking, too. Now, I said earlier I would have that other half beer as, like, my first beer or share it with somebody, ideally, and then go into light beer the rest of the day. I think... Yeah, tomorrow is a, a light beer. Yeah, tomorrow's a light beer kind of day, don't you think? Even this afternoon, now that we oh, from now beers, on, definitely is a light beer day. Yeah, tomorrow you, you, it's a marathon day. It's sunny, it's hot, it's sweaty. You need to stay hydrated. The only way you're going to stay hydrated while drinking is to drink light beer. If you drink heavy beer, you drink vodka drinks, you're done. Yeah, one hundred percent because you're done. Yeah, I learned you're my cooked. lesson. 
you're cooked in the heat. Yeah, because that stick sun a fork will get you. You're done. That sun will get you. Don't don't take any shame whatsoever when you go underneath the shade or go into any type of mode where you put your shirt back on if you're outside and you're getting too much color. But your last name's you know I don't know Riley or O'Reilly or anything Irish related. You gotta you gotta be careful because you got a long night ahead of you. And if it's by a campfire, do whatever you want. You can you can go. I mean, if you're really just sitting by a campfire, you're not going crazy and you're like a camp. You can really enjoy yourself and you know be out in the sun and see whatever happens happens but if you're at like you know you're planning on going out and having a great time you gotta know it's a marathon watch the sun wouldn't you agree dr bader yeah i uh i do and i really don't have anything else to say that, uh, about that because i totally 100 percent agree with you no shame and in, in just tuckering up and just getting under the shade now one thing i want to give us credit for this year is uh not running the Firecracker 4 here in Saratoga. I never even considered it any year, including this year. Yeah, I ran it two years ago because, uh, you know, I'm an athlete. But uh, it's a great time. They have firefighters. Yeah, well, there's a lot of – we say it with conviction on the show. <laughs> that was good. Uh, there, there's a lot – there's firefighters that show up for this race, though, and they, like, spray the fire hoses at you as you're running by, and there's people cheering the entire way through. It's a four-mile race. And then you get freeze pops in the last, like, half hour of the race. Long story short, I'm just trying to say Saratoga does the 4th of July the right way. They do. We're going to we're gonna do it the right way this uh, this weekend. This weekend, and by that, I mean tonight. Um, and we're going to have to let you all know uh, what ended up happening. And uh, just so all the listeners know, uh, Dr. Bader's heading out to Washington, D.C. on Saturday. So it's going to be a bit of a break until the next episode. But we'll come back harder harder than ever. We may even do some uh, we might Washington, do, D.C. segments. So. Yes, and we might do a call-in episode where we still release it right around the same time as this. But we'll figure it out. We'll let you know. We'll make posts. We'll let you know what's going on. What's going on. Just a reminder, though, August 3rd is a remarkable uh, a wet, hot, remarkable bar crawl. Yes, August third. Yes, August third, and it's a great time. It's great. Saturday. It's a Saturday. Saturday. Yep, August third. He changed the date, and this is a like seven to eight bar crawl. Uh, seven to eight different bar, it's bar August fourth. August fourth. Fourth. Sorry. Yeah, August fourth. August fourth, and it's gonna be a great time. Make sure you sign up, and we'll be posting about that soon as yep. well. It's all over Facebook. All over Facebook right now. And you yeah, it's wet. It's hot. It's remarkable. Oh, so Sponsored remarkable. by Remarkable Liquids. So our buddy Maddie's remarkable. pulling this together. It's going to be an incredible evening. Co-hosted by El Brodown. Co-hosted by El Brodown. Uh, I'm going to be in Ireland benefit. for this uh, event. However, yep. uh, CeCe's going to you know rep the uh, presence, and it's going to be an epic, epic time full of booze at some of the best bars in Troy. I'm going to have a whistle. You're going to have a whistle. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, we need video of that. Yeah. Yeah. I love blowing whistles. Yeah, that does not that surprise sound, me. And it also sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, it did not surprise As me I said, whistles. I'm like, everyone, that's not what we were saying. Everyone that listened to the show was like, huh, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> um, okay. So. That's basically uh, our episode. That's basically our episode. Let's jump into this uh, brew review. Yeah. Uh, doppelganger. Doppelganger. Pretty it, exciting. Canned on June 6th. It is the Bizarro Jerry. The Bizarro Jerry version of Doppelganger. It is a delicious, delicious beer. Double IPA. Yep. 8%. And it's uh, by Treehouse, brewed in Massachusetts. Now, this beer, I, I thought going into it, I was going to immediately rate this higher than the other half beer. And I, I'm, I'm undecided right now on whether or not I still want to stay with that after the way I actually, you know, I, I sipped it. I liked it. But the other half beer, just for some reason, I just loved it. I, I, I love that beer so much. It was very... Um, light and refreshing so i guess it's bad to compare but what one thing i do want to point out on this can is that we are excited that you are holding treehouse brewing company's big brother to alter ego doppelganger it builds upon alter ego with an amplified kettle and dry hop resulting in a hugely tropical beer with notes of papaya mango and peach it is the result of our uncompromising dedication to fresh progressive and delightful beer it's fantastic. It's it's a uh, you know I think it's a lot more bitter than they describe it as in the can. Right. Um, it's fantastic, but there's a but there. Yeah. So let, let's just say this. I've had there's another variation of this is called double ganger, which is a double dry hop doppelganger. Okay. I had that in puked uh, the other day. Oh. So, um, and it wasn't because the beer was bad. It was because I just had twenty IPAs in like four hours. That was the reason why I puked. Okay. Uh, Doppelganger is widely regarded as one of Treehouse's best beers. I truly enjoyed the beer. I would. I think it's like a textbook beer. The more you drink it, the more you really think about the different tastes, the complexity. Um, it's certainly complex when you drink it. 
excellent look of it. Beautiful look. It's a nice golden. Great color. A nice golden haze. Great New um, England look great, to it. Great, great mouthfeel to it. Very smooth. No hop bullshit on the bottom of the can. And you never get that with Treehouse. And it's just it's just a really quality, quality beer. You know, I would say the pine really stuck out to me uh, more than any of those papaya or mango or peach. Yeah. Uh, those <clears throat> were more subtle flavors. But the pine, the pine is growing on me. You know what I mean? When you just shove a bunch of pine in your mouth, you kind of just are like, you know what? This sounds so bad. It's a weird combination with a New England style IPA, but it works so well. They have the fruity, but the pine attached. It's the Simcoe. It's the yeah. Simcoe, and I'm a big Simcoe person. Obviously, we just drank um, forever Simcoe. So uh, let's Simcoe go to the Exist. bar later. Oh, um, yeah. uh, I'm going to go 4.52. You're going 4.52. Okay, I was going to go 4.47, actually. Lower. Lower. I went lower only because I, lo- I love this beer a lot. It's a phenomenal beer. I'd grab this out of a cooler anytime. I'd buy it anytime I saw it, but I'm also in a compa- uh, like I know what I rated the other half uh, uh, at. So at this point, I don't, I can't say I like this one more than that. But it is one of their best beers, with Julius being probably number one. Yeah, and the the number one beer they make, and I'm only assuming this is the number one beer they make because I've never known anyone that's actually gotten a can of it. King Julius is a thing. Right. You talked about this on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I, I hadn't heard thing. of this yet. So King Julius is like the doppelganger's doubleganger. Julius's du- doubleganger is King Julius. It's the double uh, Julius. Wow. And it's it's just an incredibly elusive beer. If you have that, it's sort of like the equivalent of having a Charizard Pokemon card, first edition. <laughs> like when it first came out. When it first came out, yeah. then people were like like literally murdering each other for him. Right. And like people down in Baltimore on an everyday basis. Um yeah, King Julius. So good throw out um, to Baltimore. Yeah, yep. Just <laughs> no, uh, want to just reiterate that it's a murderous town. So um, good luck, Guinness. Good luck, Guinness. Uh, what do you say? I was just about to ask you anything else you want to add. Anything else you want to add? So I think we have some pretty big exciting news. We got to confirm it with a local brew uh, bar. It's basically in our, in confirmed now. It's basically confirmed. it's basically confirmed. We're not going to announce it formally. Uh, but it's related to the remarkable track weekend on August 18th. We have some very exciting news to share. Uh, there's going to be a new video uh, coming out. We already have a video. We haven't posted yet, but we're going to have another video announcing a potential new partnership that's going to be absolutely off the walls, outrageous, entertaining, exciting, explosive, unbelievable. It's going to be palpable, people. Palpable people. So um, stay tuned for that. We're going to confirm that hopefully uh, within the next couple of days, and we will certainly be in touch with everybody. But August 18th, definitely Saratoga Track Weekend as well. Mark your calendar. Show up. If you have plans, cancel them. You want to be at this party. You want to be at this fucking party. It's going to be nuts. Um, ice luges, school buses, et cetera, et cetera. Just uh, make sure you bring an extra pair of panties, jewels. That should be the be sh- fine. Nice. That should be the name of the show when we put it out after Track Weekend. Uh Ice luges and school buses. Ice luges and school buses. That's a good. Yeah. I just, I'm just, just getting excited. About I like it right that. Now. I know. I know. I got like, all right. chills. Well, that's basically our show. Happy for Independence day, day to everybody. All the broies. Eat a lot of hot dogs. Eat a lot of hot dogs. I also made a enjoy point. your freedom. Enjoy your freedom. But I also made a point earlier. I think it's completely okay if you have a small plate tomorrow at whatever you're doing a barbecue or a dinner, and you're like enjoying some appetizers. Enjoy as many of those small plates as you can. No one's counting those. If you have a big plate though, and you go up multiple times. People are people are going to count from a distance. Don't worry. I know. So just go with the small plate. That's probably the best advice you've ever given. Uh, thank you. You're thank welcome. you so much. All right. Well, that's our show. We Have a you. wonderful week. Have a wonderful fourth. And we'll see you next I week. I was a terror since the public school era. Bathroom passes, cutting classes, squeezing asses. Smoking blunts was a daily routine. Since 13, a chubby nigga on the scene. I used to have to play deuce and the deuce deuce in my bubble goose. Now I got the Mac in my knapsack. Lounging black, smoking sacks up and axes. Sidekicks with my sidekicks, rockin' sidekicks Honey's wanna chat, but all we wanna know is where the party at And can I bring my gap? If not, I hope I don't get shot Better throw my vest on my chest, cause niggas is a mess It don't take nothing but front for me to start something Buggin' and buckin' at niggas like I was stuck, honey out just me and my crew, cause all we wanna do is
Sure do, two twenty twos in my shoes. Holla if you need me, love, I'm in the house. Roman strong, see what the honeys is about. My wet poppin', ho poppin', ain't no stoppin'. Big Papa, I'm a bad boy. Niggas wanna flex, who got your back? Niggas wanna flex, who got the gas? Get a pussy drunk off a dog, Harry John, and it's on. 